So when I post my cookies, I kind of post a picture of the recipe, maybe like one B-roll shot of my kids. <laughs> got to show the kids. Got to let everyone know, hey, I'm a great dad. <laughs> You're at home, drunk on a Saturday. Not you, Eddie. Maybe you are. I don't know. Playing a video Always. game while your kids are running around. You're spending no time with them. Mm -hmm. You're a piece of shit. You know, you're a Filipino man wearing a black hat and a blue cardigan. Not you. Just Not me. Another yeah. one. <laughs> I got to put my kids in it. Yeah. You know, God forbid I do something where I don't post a picture of my kids or my cat to let everybody know how great of a life I have. Uh, when in the background, my life's crumbling to pieces. And the real reason we're stopping the show is because I'm getting a divorce and my wife hates me. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? Oh, it's funny because it's true. Hey everyone and welcome to the final episode of Save It For The Show. Was that a question mark? <laughs> Maybe. Okay. I don't know. The, the final episode of Save It For The Show with Dan and Eddie. This is episode 311. Oh. I was kind of annoyed writing on such an <laughs> ugly number. No offense to the band 311. <laughs> or the 311 boys in Las Vegas. Do you remember that gang? Oh, no, you, you probably weren't around for that. I don't remember the 311 boys. I went to high school with a kid who was in that What's the, gang. What's 311, though? That's not like an area code? No. Like, I looked it up one time. I, it's like police code for, like, disturbing, I don't know, some sexual, mm -hmm. I don't know, offense of some sort. But 311 was a popular band yes. then. So what <laughs> the hell? True. Yeah, it might have been for the band. That'd be like the Backstreet Boys. Like, that's the name of our gang. Like, that was probably in the 99, 2000. Totally. When 311 was... Chill. I used to love that band. Did you? Oh, well, okay. Let me say this about that band. Like, did you have a friend in junior high who had an older brother? Yeah, of course. And I idolized this guy. His name was Jimmy. Okay. And I would go to my friend's house and want to talk to his older brother and he had cds he like it was the first i remember the cd for 311 it was like a sun the graphic of oh, it was okay. like a burning sun okay and he would put it on and i heard that song and i was like wow this is like <laughs> rapping over a heavy beat sort of and it's kind of funky because i was i don't know 10 how much older was this kid probably 16 okay so he seemed hella cool yeah and you know he like played Led Zeppelin for me, and touched my butthole. I was gonna say, <laughs> no. did he touch you also? No, we were cool. He was very cool. He worked out. You know, he was always wow. working out. He was always. You have a crush on him? <laughs> I totally did. He was drinking protein shakes all the time, and I still think about some of the weird things he said. Like one time, he was popping a bag of popcorn, and he's like, "Gotta, eat. I can eat this popcorn, man. It's like low calorie, totally fills me up." And when I eat popcorn, I still think about that. <laughs> So 311, man. Wow, okay. So we're ending our show <laughs> as a tribute to Jimmy <laughs> and to 311. Yes. And just, you know, who can't relate to that? Um, no one. You know, so <laughs> no, no one at all. No, Not one person. I thought this show was relatable. <laughs> so much for that. Who can't relate to doing a podcast for eight years? Yeah. Hoping for fame and fortune not happening. No. Shuttering it like the windows on a guest house yes when the storms are coming and that's it but the storm never came storm never came <laughs> i mean it kind of picked up a little bit <laughs> it did yeah it was like one of those things on the weather channel where they say holy shit this weekend you better get some water you better get some cans of soup <laughs> and nothing happens yeah so maybe maybe people got some cans of soup but they never opened them <laughs> that's still a, on the shelf still on the shelf <laughs> 
And like on the shelf, the podcast will sit there. Yes. When scientists discover it and say, holy shit, <laughs> these idiots wasted 311 hours <laughs> of their life. What were they thinking? Yeah. And when my kids find it, I do have a fantasy that my kids will just love it and listen to it, mm-hmm. which I think is an ultimate fantasy. Like yeah. if you found 311 cassette tapes of your dad talking to your <laughs> uncle, yeah. that that's what it would essentially be. Your yeah. uncle and your dad <laughs> talking for an hour a week for eight years. Would you listen to maybe more than one no. And you'd fast forward the hell out of it. Not unless my dad died tragically. Oh. And I like you would that do it to was honor way, him. Yeah. A way to, to mm-hmm. feel like he's with you still. Ooh, that sounds like a great movie premise. <laughs> I die, boom, I'm dead. Yes. You immediately move in. <laughs> uh I die and then my sons listen to the show mm-hmm. as a way to reconnect with me, to get to know me. Yeah. I mean, if I died now. Quinn is four. Mm-hmm. She would remember me, but sort of. And then, you know, I give Nicole two weeks, maybe three. <laughs> so she's got some other fucking guy in here shacked up, <laughs> cooking meals. You know, don't call me dad. Call me Hank or yeah. whatever his name is. Chad, you know, or Blake. I feel like she'll, there you go. Nicole's going to date that a Blake. Like... like a fake name guy. Blake. <laughs> your name Blake. That sounds like a, a noise. I mean, it rhymes with fake. So obviously. <laughs> right. And you're fucking my wife now. <laughs> Making her feel things I never could make her feel. <laughs> just hitting it hard. Doing things. Just, and I'm just standing there pissed, ghost. <laughs> so pissed. But you know, my boys know the truth. Mm-hmm. And they feel like there's a treasure map. <laughs> but they're listening to my shows. And it's going to unlock something. Yeah. And your hat. Like, Eddie has a hat that he wears that has a cryptic uh, triangle on it. Mm-hmm. In real life. Like, I'm yeah. looking at this hat right now. I'm going to post a picture of you and I of our last show. Yes. And this hat has clues in it where the boys <laughs> are trying to find this treasure. They're listening to this show. I mean, this sounds like a great Amazon, at least. Maybe, it, maybe not Netflix. At least, yeah. Hulu, maybe. Hulu. Sci-Fi Network, definitely. Sci- oh, okay, fine, <laughs> fine. I'll take the Sci-Fi Network. People like the shows on the Sci-Fi oh, Network. Yeah. Here we are. Yes. You know what? And look, I don't want to be too whimsical here or cry too much but i will say this that yeah we've got a bunch of great comments and questions some great voicemails Mm -hmm. we'll go through i feel like last week's show was a real barn burner (laughs) you know you and i were just hitting it hard it was nat 69 titty sucking (laughs) i mean come on man that's that's classic say for the show you know i got nothing like that this week (laughs) i'm looking at my notes and there's nothing in there about porn (laughs) So if you, if this is the first show you've ever listened to, just step back. Just one. One step forward, <laughs> two steps back. Listen to episode 310. It's a great one. I think the, the opening joke is filthy. <laughs> it's about me jacking off in front of my family. Oh, that's right, yeah. And a bird box joke, <laughs> which I'm sure will be very evergreen. <laughs> I already feel like bird box jokes are already played out. Yeah, totally. The meme economy, Eddie. The meme culture moves so fast. Yeah. That it's not... <laughs> It's it's lightning speed. I mean, if your job is creating memes or like cultivating memes, yeah, like, I feel like it's it's pretty stressful. Like you got to be yes. on your fucking toes, right? Because they go so quick. Trying to like win the lottery, kind of, yeah, and just hoping. Like, imagine if in your job, the only real measure of success was hitting an absolute crushing home run. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe these guys are like, how many likes did that post get? Pfft, not enough. <laughs> 
You know, did fuck Jerry retweet it? <laughs> did the fat Jew talk about it? No, then forget <laughs> it. You're nothing. Because there are, like, I follow some of these sort of meme accounts, mm-hmm. which are just guys that are really good at Photoshop. Yeah. You know, they get kind of a good idea. You know how many dicks I photoshopped on people's faces growing up? <laughs> when I was in an office, I was the Photoshop guy. Yeah. That's what I should have done, man. <laughs> Dude, you missed this, it, man. Eight years ago, if I would started doing memes, oh my God. I'd have an empire right now. <laughs> Instead, I got those podcasts with you. A treasure hunt. Eight year, an eight-year treasure hunt. <laughs> what do we do, Eddie? We waste eight years of our life, man. Uh, I don't feel that way at all, though. <laughs> okay. I really don't. Somebody had a question that was like, you know, now what? You wasted all this time. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like that at all. No. I had a great time doing it. Oh, my God. I mean, if anything, you and I. Yeah. I mean, look at our relationship. <laughs> you know, it'll be interesting to see what it's like in two months. Exactly. <laughs> I haven't seen you in forever. Eddie, What's your name again? Hey, nice to meet you, man. And you're going to come over and I'll just be like, can we just sit in the studio? <laughs> For old times' sake, man, the, all the equipment's gonna be hella dusty. You need cobwebs on it after after a month because my house is filthy. Apparently. <laughs> totally. And we'll sit down and and then we'll make another show in a month and people will be like, "Yo, what is this? <laughs> I, I thought you guys said you were quitting." I cr- yeah, exactly. I, I cried all my tears <laughs> and now you've already got the comeback tour. <laughs> Who are you, Prince? <laughs> you Jay Z? I guess we can do a comeback tour. And- <laughs> We'll see how we feel in six that's months. The whole, that's the, the entire plot of this is mm-hmm. that we're just setting up for the comeback. Why not? Yeah. Right. You know? Once that, we're dead. And that's when we'll really get famous. That's when we're finally going to really start the show. Yeah. <laughs> Machiavellian style. Buckle up, folks. You know, see you in six months. Uh, it's Yeah, speaking of memes and fuck Jerry, did you watch any of these fire documentaries? I've meant to, but I haven't yet. Dude, remember I talked about this yeah. like two years ago when yeah. this shit went down, how I had a job interview. Mm-hmm. I had a job interview with Billy, the dude, and Ja Rule. Yeah. And I'm dying to find the screenshot. I feel like I sent it to you. You did. We gotta find I it. I didn't save it though, I don't think. I neither did I. But that was so long yeah, ago. Yeah, you Skyped with them, right? Yes. That's so crazy. I Skyped with Ja Rule and this guy Billy Rule, who's baby. in prison. He's in jail now. <laughs> One of the documentaries, my buddy, great friend of mine, mm-hmm. is featured in it prominently. Okay. And look, I don't know. I don't want to say his name. Mm-hmm. He's a big supporter of the show. You know who you are, baby. <laughs> uh, but it just makes, and, and he completely is unscathed and all this. Uh, he's not in jail, obviously. But just imagine, could you imagine how great it would have been for the podcast, Eddie? <laughs> oh if I had went and worked there, I could be in a Netflix documentary right now. <laughs> or I could be Skyping with you from jail. I could be in jail, man, and you'd be taking care of my kids. <laughs> I'd have a show Andrew on sci-fi. <laughs> right, well, fine. But now Call I me be, Blake. Call me Blake. And you tell, you call my, tell my wife to call you Blake. <laughs> When you're hitting it. I, you don't have to explain that to your wife, though. Yeah, that, that'd be weird. While you're spending so much time uh, with my, Nicole. Listen, anyways, they're fun to watch, though. Okay. And I do think that they really play into, like you said, the meme culture, scamming, mm-hmm. you know, fraud. Uh, they're very fun. And they're very different. You might say to yourself, why the fuck do I need to watch two documentaries? Yeah. How many documentaries on World War II have you watched? That's true, yeah. It's as deep as World War II, Eddie. Okay? <laughs> this is like the Hitler. Okay, there's so many ways to look at it. Um, but one of them, it's funny because the one on Netflix is actually made by Fuck Jerry and those guys. Oh, okay. Who did a ton of work for the festival. And it kind of feels like maybe they did it to sort of save a little face. Gotcha. Then the other one, the Billy dude is actually in it and interviewed. So they are quite different. Okay. Uh, the one on Netflix is much better. I would certainly start with that one. 
Okay. Which one didn't Vice? Yes. Help on one of them. Yes. Okay. They're part of that one too. And it feels much more interesting as a documentary gotcha. to watch the Hulu one. The Hulu one's got all this like weird corny stock footage, you know, like it'll say, and it was like, they were playing a game of whack-a-mole. One problem would come up and then they'd hit it. And another problem would pop right up. And then it plays like a corny Adobe stock video of like a whack-a-mole at a carnival. It's like, oh, okay. Well, if I, I mean, they colorize it. It kind of looks like it fits in. Yeah. But it's clear they didn't say, all right, for this shot, we're going to Coney Island mm-hmm. and we're going to shoot this whack-a-mole. No, they paid like probably 500 bucks gotcha. to buy a 30-second clip of a carnival whack-a-mole. It just feels sort of jankier. Gotcha. Still great, though. Yeah. And I would watch three more documentaries <laughs> about, the, about the whole sticking thing. Um, and one thing, too, where a lot of people ask me about the show speaking of it being a complete waste of time and now what are we going to do mm-hmm. is i will say this it was so special to you and i as a ritual yeah and even in my own life i mean every tuesday wednesday especially when we did the show weekly it was always on my mind yeah totally. every day i was like okay is this funny what are we going to talk about i know it might seem like the title of the show is save for the show and we don't write anything down mm-hmm. but i'm still like okay look i want to talk about the fire documentary i want to talk about this i don't know what but it's going to be there. Yeah. So I feel like in your life, it's so important to have something like this. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean, you know, and I'm the same way too. I work all day. I come home, I hang out with my kids and then I want to watch TV. I want to play a video game. And before you know it, man, every day is the same. Yeah. And even if at work it's different and I feel like without something, and I don't care if you knit, if you read, if you play like in a softball league, like I feel like you and I owe it to each other in our own life. Mm-hmm. If we're not doing another podcast, we have to have something like that. Yeah. Where we have an outlet. I'm totally down. Or a thing. Yeah. One thing that I've started, which I think is really fun and I recommend for anyone, is my last name is Fields. Mm-hmm. Mrs. Fields is a famous cookie maker. Yes. No relation. <laughs> Very unfortunately, no relation. Yeah. And mostly because my last name at Ellis Island was Finkelstein. <laughs> and this Miss Fields... Is not a Jew. <laughs> is that like legit Finkels? <laughs> yes. I think I've talked about that, haven't I, in the show? I th- yeah, you might have. You may Maybe. Have. Yeah. There's not much left, Eddie. <laughs> I, like in a thousand years ago, 2000. I don't know. When did people come to freaking America? Um, <laughs> my name was Finkelstein. Okay. Not your Not name, mine. Like my great, 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 great. And they turned it to Fields, which makes no sense. Yeah. I guess Finkel still sounds very Jew y. Mm-hmm. Anything with Stein, of course, is super Jewy. So Fields, great. <laughs> that sounds like a beautiful American last name. Yeah. And it served me well, and it served this cookie broad well, <laughs> because she made a fortune selling overpriced cookies in the mall. And she wrote a book. Okay. And so this book was given to my wife from my cousin's wife, who also, her last name became Fields. Okay. So she's a new Mrs. Fields. My wife had a maiden name. Mm-hmm. And believe it or not, it wasn't Fields. <laughs> and so when she became a Miss Fields, my cousin gave us this hardcover book from one Mrs. Fields to another, she wrote inside the jacket flap. And it's 200 cookies from Mrs. Recipes. Fields. Recipes. Yes. <laughs> sorry. sorry. Here's... Just a book full of cookies? What? That's crazy, man. Thank you. Yes, it's 200 cookie recipes. Mm-hmm. And for 18 years, it sat on the shelf. And here's the other thing, too. Guess who talked about Con Mari like three years ago? 
Oh us. yeah, totally. You know, we read that stupid book and it really did change my life mm-hmm. and my wife's life. And now I'm glad that people are watching it. And I'm just sitting over here with my arms crossed like this little band <laughs> that I was the one that liked yeah. Marie Kondo. <laughs> Me, even though I told so many people about the book, but it was my <laughs> thing to tell you about. I'm the cool one. I'm cool, <laughs> sort of. Not Netflix. <laughs> And now everybody is uh, tidying up their life. Yeah. I did. I hate books. I got rid of every book in my house, mm-hmm. but like two or three, and that was one of them. Because it brought you joy. Because it brought me joy. <laughs> That's the other thing, too. I see all these people on Twitter. Oh, how dare you say get rid of books? If books, did you even watch the show, you idiot? <laughs> I didn't actually, I actually didn't watch the show. I've, I've, we watched one episode and it was kind of boring. So I couldn't make it through. Yeah. I got 20 minutes into the first episode and was like, this is terrible. Yeah. And then a week later, everybody was talking. I was like, oh, great. Now I got to watch it <laughs> yeah. to know what's going on. Um, but I read the book. And in the book, it says that they bring you joy. Keep the books. Yeah. So books didn't bring me joy. So I got rid of them. <laughs> Kept this one book. Found it. And now once a week, I'm making a cookie on the weekends mm-hmm. with my kids. That's awesome. Which I'm sort of posting about on my Instagram account, at the end the beast. And I feel like it's probably going to get pretty annoying. <laughs> but here's what I'm doing, though. I'm not taking, like, here's 30 pictures like when somebody at this point is at home making food and they're doing it step by step and I see all those little dashes at the top of their story, yeah. my finger cannot swipe left <laughs> fast enough. I don't give a fuck. I don't care if at the end of it is like the four funniest things I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it's somebody who I adore their content Yeah, and I love them. I see all those dashes and they're mixing something. <laughs> no. So when I post my cookies, I kind of post a picture of the recipe Maybe like one B-roll shot of my kids. <laughs> Got to show the kids. Got to let everyone know, hey, I'm a great dad. <laughs> You're at home, drunk on a Saturday. Not you, Eddie. Maybe you are. I don't know. Playing a Always. video game while your kids are running around. You're spending no time with them. Mm-hmm. You're a piece of shit. You know, you're a, a Filipino man wearing a black hat and a blue cardigan. Not you. Just not me. Another yeah. one. <laughs> I got to put my kids in it. Yeah. You know, God forbid I do something where I don't post a picture of my kids or my cat to let everybody know how great of a life I have. <laughs> Uh, when in the background, my life's crumbling to pieces. And the real reason we're stopping the show is because I'm getting a divorce and my wife hates me. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? Oh, it's funny because it's true. Stronger than ever right now, okay? <laughs> 30 years going strong. Wow. I got a weirdest email in the, on the world. You know, sometimes you get a, you're like, who is this? Like, I bought something from the Pampered Chef because my wife went to a girlfriend of hers. I can't forget what we were talking about. The cookie book. Okay. Yes. Mental pin. <laughs> My wife went to a pampered chef, the original pyramid scheme, you know, okay. Roden Fields, yeah. essential oil sex party for m- women, moms mm-hmm. to sell each other shit. And of course she had to buy something. Yeah. And so now the technology is obviously great. Mm-hmm. So it was a link. I made an account. She said, look, you're the cook. You go on there. I, I don't know what you find something. Mm-hmm. And I went on there and I found actually something stupid that was like eight bucks. Okay. And I bought it. And then I got an email the other day and it was like subject line, nothing has changed. And I said, Oh, that's weird. And I was like, this name kind of looks familiar. Oh, it's the pampered chef lady. And it was this long email about how the United States government, you know, she didn't feel the need to take her husband's name. And so she kept her maiden name. But now because of tax reasons, she has to, to change her name to her husband's name, which isn't her real name. And I just want everyone to know what? that my husband and I are doing okay. What? 
I'm like, what the fuck is this? This is pampered chef? <laughs> what? All right, this is like a fake woman that I don't even know who's like the boss of the mom down the streets, captain, what? you know, because it's a pyramid. Uh, yeah. And it was this long, weird thing. My husband and I, 30 years strong. That's what made me think of it. <laughs> that does, like, why even send that out? I know. I don't understand the point of the email. Because her name changed from Dan Fields to Dan Jones. And she wanted to explain why, as an older lady, her name changed, but it was actually her maiden name on her tax return. I, I was just like, I, I couldn't so hit weird. delete fast enough. <laughs> and now I'm talking about it. Cookie books, Eddie. Yes. So do this. And if you want to post about it, I think that's what made me go down this tangent. Mm-hmm. Is, uh, so I, I'm posting about it smallly, though. Like in a small fashion, here's the, here's the recipe, here's the final finished thing. Mm-hmm. And I definitely, when I do it, I'm like, oh, how's the light? Okay, gotta get it perfect. Got <laughs> You're it. like, kids, shut the fuck up. Right. I'm trying to get the perfect It's a picture. video. You ruined my video. <laughs> We're supposed to be having fun. No, it's, so I highly recommend either the book or, and look, I'm making light of it, but it is a nice thing to do. Mm-hmm. Every week I let one of my kids pick out a different cookie. And some of these things are really hard and scary. Oh, really? And it's pushing me because baking is tough. Oh, yeah, man. It's very precise. It's so precise. Yeah. And it's so tedious. Like this cookie I made last week, I had to cut out over 100 stars. <laughs> so it's like the dough and I'm doing it. And Nicole is in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. She's out of town. So again, so many gold stars. <laughs> <laughs> My wife goes out of town. I got three kids. I don't give a fuck. I'll take care of it. I'll feed my kids. We're making cookies. Yeah. Baby, you go have fun. You go see Lady Gaga. That's what she was doing. She was seeing Lady Gaga in the shallow mm-hmm. in Las Vegas. And I was at home making cookies. I was having an affair. Yeah, obviously. Taxing the neighbor's ass. Now. So it took 80, 80 times. And then you had to re-roll the dough, push it back out. Mm-hmm. My kids gave me about 10 minutes. And they were like, Dad, we're out. Like, You get your picture? Great. We're playing Fortnite. Yeah. Hey, this is your thing, Dad. Like, <laughs> right. We don't want this shit. This stupid thing. <laughs> I don't even you... like cookies, Dad. I like, I'm lactose intolerant <laughs> or gluten. Um, so anyways, it is a fun thing to do. You don't have to maybe do the Mrs. Fields cookie book. Mm-hmm. Do something of your own, but it's a ritual. Yeah. And that's the point. And that's what I'm going to miss about the podcast. Yeah, definitely. Is the ritual of hanging out with you, the ritual of thinking about it, of the feeling of when you and I sit here the show's over, I walk you out, I kind of reflect on the show, was it funny? And then when I sit down and try to find that funny little opening clip, mm-hmm. and then I post it, and then I kind of like wait and hope people like it, like I'm really gonna miss that. Yeah. All the little things. Totally. But it's still exciting and you know, onward and upward. Yeah, I think, I think what I'm gonna miss most is like, I'm, I mean, I'm a naturally introverted kind of shy person. Yeah. Um, but like having this outlet to be myself and talk about, you know, shit that I like and yes. my opinions on things, like it helped me be more open, like just in sure. general in life, I think. And it's, it's also a great way for other people to kind of get to know my personality that I don't usually like coworkers or, you know, sure. stuff like that that I don't get to show at work because it's, you know, a corporate environment. Right. Or my family. Yeah. Maybe he doesn't see you more than once a year. Yeah. Or even my family. I have, I have friends and family that listen to the show and they, you know, they feel like, 
we're still, you know, interacting regularly when, right. you know, obviously we're not, we live in different cities and shit. Totally. But, um, yeah, I, I think that aspect of the show was really cool. Yes. And, and we'll be missed because yeah. now we're going to have to actually talk to them on the phone <laughs> or hang out in real life. Um, but you're right. And you know, one a question, uh, there's a good question about that, um, about what we've gained from the show. Mm-hmm. We can talk about that yeah. when we get to that section. But, you know, I think too, I was going back and forth with Drew, the host of that Sleep With Me podcast, mm-hmm. who we've kind of become podcast buddies. And he said, I, it's a, it takes a lot of heart to stop something that's popular yeah. and that you enjoy, but you know could either be different or better, or that's just gone on long enough to where you kind of owe it to yourself and your listeners to stop. Mm-hmm. So we're brave, Eddie. I mean, <laughs> we're courageous. Yeah. I already knew that, but you know, to have validation from Drew, like, yeah, he's yeah. really popular. There you go. His podcast is hella popular <laughs> and that's what he said. So there. Um, so anyways, that's, that's all I know. I have a story here to talk about. I went to monster jam. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I really can't segue into it. <laughs> nothing that crazy happened. I was dying for, it. I was like, all right, <laughs> Monster Jam. Yeah. The Monster Truck Rally has come to Sacramento. I'm going to go. Something hilarious is going to happen. And nothing happened. No. Nothing. Anything cool happened? Like, yeah. I mean, the trucks were cool. Yeah. <laughs> Gravedigger did a backflip. Still going, huh? <laughs> well, that's what's funny is I was... Well, I feel like when I went to Monster Jam, maybe as a kid, all the drivers were like rough dads. With, you know, with push brew mustaches. Yeah. <laughs> grizzled yeah they should be because you know these things they drive are huge 15 ton mm-hmm. monsters and then i went to this one dude everyone's like 25 oh really yeah and not only do they drive the monster trucks but they drive dirt bikes and they race these like badass four-wheeling go-kart things i mean you got to be really talented yeah and i kind of also feel like back in the day you could get by just driving it like i'm just <laughs> yeah. gonna drive this fucking monster truck in a circle <laughs> Totally. Dude, you wouldn't, you'd be laughed out of the stadium. <laughs> they are right. They're jumping these jumps and then they're landing on the two front yeah. wheels of the monster truck, like a stoppy, I guess you would call that. <laughs> and then driving forward up and down ramps on two wheels, the front wheels even. <laughs> I mean, the amount of touch it takes oh, to yeah. move a fifth. I, I was blown away by how that the, kind of stuff. Like, how the fuck do you even get into something like that? Right, and practice that. Yeah, like, where do you go? Like, I'm really interested in becoming a monster truck driver. I'm just going to go down to my YMCA right. and pick up a pamphlet on it. Oh, they like, got a great YMCA <laughs> um, monster truck course here. But you're right. Like, maybe you probably start out riding dirt bikes. Yeah. And then if you can't hack it at dirt biking, like, how much money does a guy make? I shouldn't say guy because there was a woman. Okay. There was a, a girl monster truck driver who was the worst and came dead last, <laughs> which I kind of hated. I really wanted her to Wait, be a badass. In, they they score it? Yeah, there's like four or five events. There's just sort of like a speed race, like the fastest around. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah, and then there is events like a freestyle thing. Uh, and then, because there's all these different events, and there's like bike races where they're racing on motocross bikes, and you get you know five, six, seven, eight points per race. And at the end of the night, you've got one winner. And it was Gravedigger. And what do they they get? What? I don't know. Nothing? I don't know. Like, this is all like a fake competition. No, though, it's real. Right? It's but, super real. Like, do you, you don't have to qualify for Monster Jam, do you? It tours, and there's probably the same, there's the same eight cars always. Yeah. But what you probably have to qualify for is, you know, there, there's, there may be like eight guys who drive the Gravedigger car at a time. Mm-hmm. 
And you'll probably have to be the best of the best to be at the show. It's the big uh, show, okay. man. Okay. You know, you're not just some slouch, <laughs> some shlemiel off the street driving grave digger. True. That's true. And especially to see how much better a couple of these guys were than the other guys. Mm-hmm. It was huge, oh, huge really? difference between homeboy driving on his two front wheels like a beautiful swan. Mm-hmm. And then other guys, they were just, nope, not even going to try it. <laughs> They're just driving around in a circle, and you're like, ugh, you're a piece of shit. And one of the guys was called Special Ops, blah, something or other. He's doing it for the troops. Every time they said his name, it was for the troops. And it kind of got to the point where I was like, oh, come on, man. Like, we get it, dude. Yes, the troops. They're sacrificing everything. So, like, everyone else isn't doing it for the truth. Like, <laughs> only me, guys. Everyone else fucking hates the troops. Maybe. This, the <laughs> Scooby-Doo car. One of the cars was called Zombie. And okay. it had some... A black dude was driving it. And he okay. had some crazy long African name. I was like, wow, this is cool. Like, th- I want to see what this guy's story is. Mm-hmm. And then he won. And they have no personality. They put him on the microphone nothing they're just like i want to hear you make some noise sacramento no way yeah they're Dude, i picture terrible. like wwf nope. wrestlers like no with the fucking car like named gravedigger right like, you better have a fucking show too dude i wanted to have mascara on yeah. pound of beer fuck these people no this, like you know nothing what I mean? like dude they get on the mic and they're like we're out here. We're just so glad and gracious that y'all came out to spend your Friday night with us. We'd do it for you. We'd do it for you and the troops. And I'm like, man, come on. This is what is this? Yeah. I, I want some blood and carnage. You're driving these monster trucks. Yeah. Called the grave digger. You get these dig graves. Yeah. You're not digging graves. You're being nice. You're a nice guy. Man. You dick bags. Um, but it was so fun. <laughs> And I was just hoping that something crazy. There were some people that were so into it who clearly followed this. They knew who was going to be there. You know, oh man, Gravedigger, I hope he does a backflip. And then the kids were just losing their mind. And then half the other parents were just on their phones. <laughs> yeah. I just looked around and it's just parents on a phone. It's like, man, if you're going to pay to be there. Yeah. You know, your kids know. Meanwhile, you're baking cookies there. <laughs> like, All right. Dan, where'd you find the oven? <laughs> I, I, I was in a suite. I found the cookies. I didn't get an Instagram for that. <laughs> um, but seriously, like, if you're going to go to something with your kids and you just sit on your phone, they hate you. Yeah. They know that you don't want to be there, and it makes them feel shitty. So just don't be on your phone for an hour you monster especially something like that where it's like all excitement and mm-hmm. like obviously your kids are super excited about it too like right. enjoy that excitement with them like why right. would you like i get it if it's like a boring ass like play or something like that right sure fine whatever mm-hmm. but like your kids are into it just fucking help them out join it join in on the fun right why did you have kids in the first place yeah maybe the first one was an accident but then you had two <laughs> you know you could have stopped um you could had- you have though I mean, well, it's so I good know. once you're in, you know? Just cover it up, <laughs> bro. Or get an IUD. It's not the same. Yeah, I guess. Sorry. Um, fine. You've had kids. Have fun. Do it. Yeah. I wasn't going to talk about Monster Jam, Eddie. Look what you did. Uh, one thing I did want to talk about is the show in general. Mm-hmm. A lot of the people are saying, are you going to keep it up? And the short answer is no. Mm-hmm. I mean, it costs like 30 bucks a month, 40 bucks to, to keep it online yeah. in what we use. I am looking at options for free versions that don't have stats and stuff. Okay. And I'm going to upload them to archive.org, which is like the uh, Wayback Machine internet archive thing. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that means it'll still be in iTunes. I'm still figuring all that out. 
But there's a fat link to all of it, so you can download them all. Oh, wow, okay. Put them on your PC or on your real player mm-hmm. or your, what's another three <laughs> player that was dope? Oh, that had man. like 32 megabytes on it. <laughs> you maybe could fit six songs. Yeah. And you got it for Christmas that year. And oh man, when you went back to school in 10th grade or no, wait, maybe it was freshman year high college for me. Yeah. You just felt like a million bucks. You're like, girl, come on, you come listen to this. The 600 down by sneaker pimps. <laughs> I'm going to take you back to my dorm room and I'm definitely fingering. <laughs> she was like, oh my God. Yes. you got 32 megabytes on that thing. Let me see your Winamp player skin. <laughs> Do you have any 311? I would love to hear some 311. Oh, let me tell you a story about Jimmy, <laughs> my hero, and he finger bang chicks at 311 nonstop. Well, down in protein shakes. Oh, he was so hot. Um, 311 still tours, and they do a cruise. And I do, knew they do a cruise, yeah. yeah and they're doing the farm circuit, uh, not the farm circuit, the uh, state fair, fair the yeah, fair circuit. Okay. And good for them. Yeah. Make what that else money, are they man. supposed to do? Make that money. Anyway, can. And, Incubus is probably running around with those idiots. <laughs> Fucking Incubus, yeah. You got uh, not Limp Biscuit. They could. Who was uh, that other band? It was kind of like Incubus. Oh, fuck, I can't remember. They're Never all mind. the same. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Incubus was definitely more popular. They had a lot of hits. Yeah. For sure. I'd like to see an Incubus, maybe Creed, you know, <laughs> at a state fair after like 38 oh, Coors man. Lights. What's Ooh. nice about the state fair here, I don't know, it's probably like this everywhere else, mm-hmm. but... um. Your ticket to the fair lets you watch all of the shows. Right. Like, you can just... But for some reason, they sell, like, front row seats at, yeah. these, at these state fair shows. It's like, those are the exact same seats that mm. you can have for free. Like, I don't understand why you would pay Neither extra. Neither do I. Maybe you're a sense. super fan. And you want to see, <laughs> I don't know, the spinners or, like, whatever sort of, like, <laughs> Keith Sweat yeah. is out there. Uh, California, I mean, I think we'd maybe take it for granted. California being the dopest state in the universe we probably have a big state fair compared like texas maybe i'm sure has a big state fair new york Mm -hmm. i wonder if like the state fair in montana or i don't know even like a michigan or yeah like i'm curious what those might be like and for whatever reason in california they always have our state fair in august when it's so goddamn hot the hottest yeah and it's basically just a bunch of dads sweating their balls off (laughs) angry you drink like one beer and you're already drunk because it's 110 degrees out plus a beer is like 20 dollars. it's so expensive (laughs) so expensive maybe they make it that expensive so you don't get in a fight maybe because california truly is such a fun melting pot that at the state fair Mm -hmm. man you see everybody oh yeah every nationality every culture is out there it's a, a smorgasbord it's incredible yeah and it's hot as fuck. So like, why can't they do it in June or May? Yeah. And where they hold the state fair here, it's like all blacktop. Yes. So it's like even harder. Right. Yeah. It's bullshit. <laughs> it's a state fair. Why? They, that's the most important fair in California. Mm-hmm. They can't dictate that shit. I know. Ugh, whatever. What's the point? <laughs> the show, Eddie. <laughs> Here's the other way. So look, I'm going to keep the website, mm-hmm. saveforthshow.com. And I'm going to keep our Twitter at SIF show and then me on Twitter at Dan the Beast. So people say, what are you going to do? What if you start a new show? What if you do something else? That's the best place to find it is saveforthshow.com or on my Twitter at Dan the Beast. I'm still going to keep the email saveforthshow at gmail.com. Mm. I'll still check it. Whenever I get an email, all the lights in my house flicker. <laughs> you know, like a ghost. I got the whole house hooked up <laughs> to like Amazon. Your death. 
Or like, yeah, it's just, <laughs> the entire house is just made. Every time I get an email saved for the show, it calls you, mm-hmm. you know, you it get does. a text, you're in the middle of a very important business meeting. <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't fuck care. Yeah. I got to go guys. I got to go. Emergency. We got an email. We got an email. Oh shit. It's Paul from Roanoke. <laughs> he sent us a voicemail about his dick. Sorry guys. Gotta go. Apparently there's taste buds on it. I don't know. Oh, God, I gotta find out. <laughs> uh, um, so I would say that's the best place. Yeah. To find us, and and yeah. So there's that. There you go. Um, and a lot of people I think are gonna have maybe slept on sending us a note. Again, you're not gonna be in the podcast, mm-hmm. but you can still send it to us. Save for the show at Gmail or save for the slash contact if you want to get back at us. Uh, before I get to all these questions and voicemails. The last thing I want to talk about is our Patreon. Yes. Which I'm closing down. And I want to go through and really quick say everyone's name mm-hmm. who gave us money on our Patreon at some point. And because that, that meant the world to us. So here we go. Don't fast forward. <laughs> okay. There's like 40 <laughs> people here. Real fast. A Train, Alex, Carla, Haley, Lori, Milan, Seb, Sleep With Me, Thomas, Vix, Brian, Jessica, Ricky. Albert, number one fan, Albert. Yes. A super, super, super shout out to our our, our boy, Al. Uh, Angelina, Paul from Roanoke, Brian and Catherine, Carol Lee, uh, Corey, Dylan, Shuck, which I'll probably pop up on his podcast from oh, okay. time to time. So yeah. at the Watch and Talk is the name of his podcast. And, you know, once uh, Better Call Saul comes back on mm-hmm. or any of those things, um, I'm going to be on Duff the Sykes podcast. Nice. Coming up here soon. So, yeah, check out Duff the Psych uh, and his show, uh, Hardcore Self-Help. I'll be on that in the next few weeks. Uh, but not a shout-out to him because he's not a Patreon. <laughs> so just don't, let's not get that twisted yeah. real quick, okay? Don't mix that up. Uh, Endless Mike, uh, Henry, uh, Christopher, Jack, Jared, Joe, June, Keenan, Keith, Kristen, Lisa, Just Mike, Moldy Orange, Nick, Shane, Tessa, Riley, Shakita, John G. Mann, and Merrill, the Chip and Cern podcast, Amanda Huggenkiss, and English Paul. So thank you. Thank you, guys. And damn, a lot of people gave money and then quit, <laughs> too, <laughs> which is clear by that. Um, but really, thank you to everybody uh, for all you've done. Yes. It's meant a lot. Eddie, let's do some questions. Let's do it. And let's do some voicemails. You got questions? We got answers. All right. Like I said, the show's over, but I'll still be reading questions. And if we do do something new at some point, we will probably post an episode in this feed. Mm-hmm. So don't unsubscribe to the show. Maybe one day, like a Christmas present. Yeah. Like maybe a year. <laughs> you know, you and I'll sit down and just yak one out for old time's sake. Yeah. So stay stay subscribed and, and keep sending us in questions i have a feeling maybe there'll be some people who start the show in the middle and mm-hmm. don't even know the show's over oh yeah totally you know that's how i feel about i just watched that show forever on amazon prime okay and i heard they're not making a second season oh, that's really? very annoying to me i I'm, really enjoyed it i don't even know what that show is it's great it's with fred armison and maya rudolph oh okay yeah okay. normally i'm not a huge fan mm-hmm. of the two of them even though I I do like Fred Armisen, especially from Big Mouth. Mm. He's so funny in that as the dad. And I highly recommend this show. I didn't talk about this forever. I don't think so. It's made by the same guy who made Master of None. 
Oh, okay. They're like a married couple, right? They are. Okay. And I don't want to spoil what happens, but it's really good. And it's weird and it's dry. And I don't know. It's not going to change your life. But I'm annoyed there's no second season. So if you're in the middle here, uh, this is, I'm tangenting. We can't do it. Let's get to these questions here, okay? Uh, here we go. Dan, I'm so sorry to hear you're packing it in, but good for you. Branch out and do other things you're excited about in life. It's been a long and bumpy journey, but I liked most of it. Take care, Tyler. <laughs> Tyler was the guy who, in the very beginning of the show, we would get rude emails. Mm-hmm. And then they kind of stopped, which was annoying because I really liked the rude yeah. emails. We even called them Rudester Ghouls. Rudester Ghoul, yeah. And there was a time where I wanted Rudester Ghoul was part of our vernacular, like Pussy Got Wet. Yeah. Uh, Pussy Got Stay Wet. <laughs> uh that's about it. <laughs> Nothing else really took off. Um, but Rooster Ghouls, meaning just like a dick. And Tyler wasn't a dick. He was a guy who would just write in emails and be very critical. Yeah. And he would let us know when the show wasn't funny anymore. <laughs> yeah. And then it when was, it got better. It was very well done. Like yeah. his emails. Yeah. I appreciate that. In fact, I, I kind of wished we'd have gotten more constructive yes. criticism. So thank you, Tyler, uh, for and for continuing to listen to. <laughs> you know, who are you kidding, man? You were a big fan. So yeah. Shut up. Uh Hey guys, I can't believe this is your last show. I got into the show a couple years back and it's made a positive impact on my life. It gave me a weekly stress relief and a comical look at my life via the stories. I related to most of the stories. Here are some questions. I hope they get you to reflect on the past. (laughs) Okay, here's a question from the same listener. How has the show changed you in a positive way from a big picture life perspective, which you touched on? Yes. And I agree too. For me, I mean... I'm not super introverted, but I'm shy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm shy. And I feel like it's made me a better speaker. Mm-hmm. It's helped me think on my feet quicker. So when I'm in a meeting and it's made me funnier. Yeah. I mean, I guess I'd like to think I'm funnier now than I was when I started <laughs> the show. God, I hope. And so it's really helped me with that, which has helped me in life, which has helped me in business. It's helped me with my friendships. Yeah. I think it's also telling these stories on the show has made me reflect as a person. And I joke a lot about my kids and my family, but I do think it's helped me become a better dad mm-hmm. by really thinking about my life. Yeah. And maybe it's from a comical standpoint. Maybe it's from an honest standpoint, but I've thought about it. And I think most people maybe don't think about their own lives. And so oh, it's totally. been nice for that. Yeah. Totally. Uh, anything else to add to that? How it's changed your life? Um, no, just kind of what I was saying before. Um, I think it also kind of made me more confident a little bit be- just because yeah, like, should. I, everybody wants other people to like them. Mm-hmm. So to have complete strangers say that they love me, yeah. um, just makes me feel more confident that people in my real life <laughs> right. don't think I'm an asshole. So that's always nice. Dude, you're a prize. Thank you. And you're the prize. Oh, don't damn. forget that. Stop. You need to have that mentality. When you walk into a room, I'm the prize. <laughs> when you go home tonight and you see your wife, say, Psst, I'm the prize. Just walk in, you're welcome. Yeah. For what? And just say, no, I'm the prize. <laughs> just say, you're the what? I'm the prize. <laughs> uh, and then go to sleep crying. Uh, another question from him. He said, by creating the show, has it made your personal life more stressful or awkward? And probably more for me than you. <laughs> Yeah, probably. We've joked that I carry the brunt of the nastiness. Definitely. But has there been a, I think like you said, in fact, our lives, personal lives have been better. 
Mm-hmm. You know, this this listener who sent this question, his name's Derek, and he's a friend of ours in real life who then listened to the show. Mm-hmm. And I think like you were saying, he's seen a side of us that makes him like us more. Yeah. So there's people like that and not just him, but I know a lot of both of our work associates. Mm-hmm. We got a, a voicemail from some guy named Brock, who I think is like a, oh, an in real life friend of yours. He's my friend since kindergarten, dude. We'll play that. I yeah. mean, so it's things like that where I think it's made some things awkward. Mostly with my wife, (laughs) (laughs) where I've said something over the line, you know, talked about her beautiful titties with a D, -D (laughs) T-I-D-D-I-E-S, and, or, I don't know, I I feel like I've been pretty good the past couple years, (laughs) but maybe in the middle there, I shared some things about her and her sex life that maybe got me in a jam, (laughs) Uh, but, and then the show got bad, probably, you know, if you ask Tyler, Yeah. Um, but uh, maybe that thing, but otherwise, no. I think the only awkward kind of stressful situation I was ever put in because of the show was when I did a presentation mm. of the show yeah, that was your own to my coworkers because I'm fucking stupid. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, guys, I know this is a super corporate environment, right. but hey, check out this podcast where I talk about dicks and balls all day. Right. <laughs> I remember you telling me that. I was like, why'd you do that? <laughs> everyone asked me i mean i I was so flattered too i thought man damn this is great he's so the show means so much to him he did this i did yeah but why did you do that (laughs) and there was never any fallout from it god bless not really i mean i had to apologize to everyone on my team for potentially offending anyone but aside from that it's all gravy and we got a lot of new listeners exactly and in fact one of the listeners of the show they wanted us to come in and do like a an improv interview thing, yeah. which, fuck, I forgot about. I totally forgot about and that, And now we'll too. never do it. Yeah. Now we I mean, do it. Because it popped up around the time, like, Remy was right. soon to be born. So I know. Just kind of fell off. Mm-hmm. But we were supposed to do a stand-up class or an improv class together. <laughs> Eddie, we're not doing our dreams. I know, All right. Man. We're spending way too much time on jokes. <laughs> I always tell Nicole, like, oh, I got to do the show tonight. It's probably going to be 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I got nothing to talk about. And here we are. All right. Uh, last question is, do we regret saying anything on the show? Thanks, Derek. And is there anything you can think of? I don't think I've ever said anything too controversial or mm-hmm. embarrassing for myself or anyone else. So I don't, right. I don't really regret anything I've said. I regret things that I didn't say because I'll listen to an episode and be like, yeah. dude, if I said this, it would have gotten a huge laugh. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's the, that mean, that's one thing I hate about podcasting. Where if this was you and I, like tomorrow we did this same show, mm-hmm. we could think about it, fix that joke, yeah. like a stand-up might do. You're right. That's a better way of putting it. There's things I regret not saying. I, I've i done a really good job of not showing that I'm really racist. <laughs> <I've> never, <laughs> well, I'm really good because we've gotten people right in saying that. Yeah, maybe. One person said what? That I was. that One time. One, yeah, time, one time somebody said I was racist. Yeah. I don't even remember why. I don't remember why either. Which is funny. Um, one time I think I talked about how when I was a young boy, I let my dog lick my balls. <laughs> and I regretted that story. Okay. I just remember thinking like, you know what? That's gross. <laughs> and I don't want anyone to think I'm like a weirdo. It was a, a bad moment. I was ready to do it. I didn't. I, it was. <laughs> that's the one thing I've regretted. So I'm glad I brought it up. I again. was going to say, yeah, hey, good job bringing it up. You know, well, whatever. It's already out there. <laughs> Um, all right, let's let's we gotta pound through these questions. You know, let's do a voicemail. Yeah, mix it up. We'll let's throw a voicemail it. in. Man, last show we do whatever the and fuck then we'll we get want. back to the questions, whatever we want. Okay, let's do a voicemail here. What up, Cobros? This is Brock. I've been friends with E Dizzle Eduardo for 
better part of the last 30 years. I think we go back to 1989. I've written in and called in a few times anonymously over the years. In fact, I'm the I'm the one who called you guys out for not really being brothers-in-law in the first place, hence the, the Cobros. Uh-huh. I've listened to the last, I think, 180 or so of these things as they came out and a handful way back when, when Eddie first, first joined the show. And so it goes without saying that I'll really miss it. It's made me cry with laughter on numerous occasions. My wife doesn't hate it, which is a plus. So we're in, we're in the car together. She's, uh, she listens and laughs too. It's been at the top of my list in the Pocket Cast app for a long, long time. So it's going to look super weird when it's gone. Anyway, I, I truly appreciate all the hours of entertainment. Dan, I feel like I know you, even though we've never met. Maybe we will someday. Maybe not. Maybe we'll just keep it at that. I feel like I know you and you have no idea who I am. That works too. <laughs> Pussy got wet. Pussy stay wet forever. Thanks, dudes. Appreciate it. Wasn't that nice? Thanks, Brock. Love you, man. The show, what did he say? And my wife doesn't hate it. Yeah. <laughs> Put that on our, our tombstone. <laughs> uh, but that's true. Thank you. Yeah. What a nice sweetheart felt. Yeah. I've, I've known Brock forever, dude. Like yeah. he's a lifelong friend. We even, I mean, we went to kindergarten all the way through college together. Wow. So yeah. Wow. And he, he passes through SAC all the time. So we should have a beer sometime. We should. Yeah. Um, and you went to a Catholic school. When you were in Catholic school, did you ever wear a MAGA hat, go to an anti-abortion rally, and harass Native Americans? I'm just curious. All like, the time. I mean, that was one of the uh, extracurricular activities oh, that you could choose. Okay. Yeah, so. I was in Boy Scouts. Oh, okay. And instead, I mean. You know, I was, was in Bigot Scouts. Six of one, <laughs> I was going to say, six of one half dozen. <laughs> you had a uniform, and so did I. I revered Native Americans. Mm. In fact, at my, this is, a, swear to God, a true story. When I became a Cub Scout, yeah. I had to drink the blood Oh, okay. of an eagle which was actually tomato juice mm-hmm. and you you know yelled at a, a native american yeah probably. well we don't call them native americans obviously we call right. them engines right of, um, course, of course but aside from that yeah it's pretty much the same and that's where you met brock exactly, <laughs> exactly. It, isn't, it isn't that great uh all right let's do some more questions here uh you damn jabronis ending the show now what the hell am i gonna do uh, Special Ed mentioned about if anyone had ideas on what we guys should do next besides jerk each other off. I think you two Rudy Poo candy asses. Okay, hold on a second. Is this The Rock? <laughs> uh, this guy. Dude, nobody loved the Attitude Era of the WWF. I think it was the F back then I still. I think it was, yeah. More than me with The Rock and Stone Cold <laughs> and Mankind. And yeah. I don't know who else was there. Uh, this is this is like the the same thing of when like a lady will have the same haircut that she had in like ninety five <laughs> and it was cool then and she never stopped thinking she's cool or, or like <clears throat> excuse me whenever I see dads wearing DC yeah and Hurley it's like come on man like dude what you know what's really weird is my kids my older son Evan who's thirteen is obsessed with vans yeah like vans have come back around totally and I feel like maybe five years ago like dads wore vans you might find vans at Costco yeah and now it's at um, Zoomies like, you want to get your mind blown go walk into a Zoomies <laughs> which is a store for boys and girls tweens mm-hmm. which is probably the similar of like a Pacific Sunwear maybe. When you and I were yeah, okay. junior highs and maybe Anchor Blue 
or Miller's Outpost at the time. I mean, no, because this is more like action sportsy. Yeah. And Anchor Blue and like all of that stuff, that was like their own brand. You're right. It was, it was like kind of dorky type deal. I wish people at home right now probably yelling about a better <laughs> example of what this might be. Um, but you go to these stores and you know what's a really popular brand still is Jansport. Oh, yeah. And like kids are wearing the same exact classic Jansport bags totally. that you and I wore. Anyways, Vans. Anyways, Jabronis. <laughs> if you're a dad, don't wear white Arnett's. <laughs> Okay, stop. Cut your flavor saver. Yes. Move on, bro. Unless you're a Guy Fieri. <laughs> Unless you're Guy Fieri and even then. Yeah, don't do that. Like, I'm friends with this girl on Facebook, and her husband has a flavor saver. Oh, And he really? had one in high school, and he's got one now. And, <laughs> you know, it's, I, she's a bit of a holy roller. Okay. And the other day, she posted on Facebook about how, uh, you know what? I shouldn't say this story. <laughs> I shouldn't. I feel like this could this could this could fuck her up. <laughs> She's a very like ugh, activist type gotcha. gal, very Christian, mm-hmm. and she was not Christian when I knew her. <laughs> and some of the things she posts, especially about kids and what they should be doing in school, I just want to blow up her spot. <laughs> be like, girl, you were not acting like that with me. Yeah, and that was good. And we needed to do these dumb things. Mm-hmm. Okay, whatever. Um, sorry, I hate to sorry to give you a story, blue balls like that. But I feel like if this, yeah, this, I don't want to get in trouble. Okay, let's move on uh, to the back to this guy's question. Rudy Pooh candy asses. What you should do on a sweet ass. You should do something on a sweet ass TV show, kind of like you and the douche canoe Dylan did for Walking Dead, but not for the same show each season. Switch it up and do whatever the new badass show that came out is. Not to sound gay, but I would definitely not stop listening to you. Okay, that was gay. Thanks for bumming me out, buttholes. Uh, so, yeah, we should do a TV show. Um, sure, yeah. Can we join the Watch and Talk uh, network? <laughs> no, yeah, I know. <laughs> no. We're starting our own network. Okay, the Talk a. and Watch. We could totally do a TV show show or a yeah. video game show. I think easily. Yeah, we easily should. We probably, what we probably should do is like a pure dad blank show Mm -hmm. tv show video game like if you and i had those two angles go Mm -hmm. you hear that noise (laughs) that's to the top tippy top man that was our show moving so fast that the itunes (laughs) charts it had drag yeah on it we would have to tell people that they can't go to patreon and donate because we have too many people we have too much money guys right now right so please stop giving us so much money no please if we're gonna break the website (laughs) do you hear about that horseshit wall gofundme thing yeah that got nothing on us (laughs) okay we're building a wall of sound all right uh i'm pissed new question i'm pissed i loved listening to your show on my drive to see hookers in new jersey also fuck dylan (laughs) poor dylan man Fuck Dylan. And the drunk show is severely underrated. Pussy Stay Wet Forever. Anonymous. Another person saying Pussy Stay Wet Forever. Yeah. It kind of makes me sad. The way Brock <laughs> no said that. It kind of made me sad. Uh, the drunk show is kind of underrated. But I listened to about 30 seconds of it the other day. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. It, uh, I am so drunk. Daddy. <laughs> I'm like, hey. I am so yeah. drunk in Dude, that you show. you passed out. I did. <laughs> Dude, I was, I have, that's the last time I was that drunk. 
Yeah. Six years ago. I have not passed out like that since. Yeah, it's crazy. So, yeah, go back and listen to that. I guess I kind of regret that show. <laughs> but I felt like you want to talk about Courageous. That was the Courageous show. Yeah. To put out to the world slash really stupid. Yeah, we could have easily just canned that show and never, yeah. never show the light of day. I just felt like couldn't get any worse than that, brother. Yeah. That was the bottom of it. Okay. Here's kind of a long one. Hi, Dan and hi, Eddie. I'm sad to hear the show is coming to an end because even though we don't know each other, I still feel like I know you guys a lot. I've been a steady listener for about four years and it's been so much fun listening to you guys. I think the first show I heard was about how people wipe their asses. I was instantly hooked and you guys have made me laugh out loud in public and at work like a lunatic several times. It's funny how ordinary shit like masturbating and banging your couch can gather people across the globe. Eddie, thank you so much for the ASAP Rock real treat. I'd never heard of him, but I've been a fan since you pitched it. It's ASAP. ASAP. Jeez. I know. Uh, sorry. Thanks for the merch. I banged my girl several times in your t-shirt while she calls me Mr. Dan. <laughs> also, it makes me look tough as fuck. So yeah, last thing, and this is perhaps the most important, you guys have meant the world to my girlfriend when she went through depression. She told me she wanted me to mention it to you and to say thanks. I know she's listened to every single show and she loves you guys. We love you guys. Do a monthly show. Oh, no, I get it. I get why you're ending it and that's fine, but we're going to miss you. Pussy got wet. Taste buds on your dick. Your friends from Denmark, Mikkel, who's uncut and dry, and uh, Malane. It sounds hilarious when you guys try to pronounce Danish names, so please do. Malane? Or is it Malini? <laughs> it looks like Malane. Malane, yeah. Malane, Malane and Mikkel. Mikkel. Okay. So thank you for that. Yeah. Um, he's not the only person to write in that the show has helped them through sad times. Yeah. In their life. This is like really touching my heart, man. <laughs> it is. It should. Eddie. Yeah. It We've should. We've touched people. <laughs> All right. God damn it. Somebody listened to the show while they were giving birth. That's right. <laughs> Remember? I forgot who that was. Yeah. That's so crazy. Um, you know, could you imagine throwing that on and the OBGYN is just like, <laughs> hey, look, you do you, but... This show is filthy. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? This sounds great. I don't hate it. Uh, okay. Uh, let's do let's do voicemail. Yeah, there you let's go. Let's throw a voicemail in the mix. Hold on. Here we go. What's up, Dan and Eddie? Sean here, a.k.a. We the North from the Fantasy Football League. So first off, Dan, you know, congratulations on your third place win. You know that the league this is our third year that we've done it, and I've had fun all three years. Although this year was tougher for me than the last two. Definitely had a good time. And if your guys are going to do it again for a fourth year, I'm all in. So on behalf of myself, Drake, and all the other Canadians that listen to this show, I want to congratulate you guys. When I started listening to this show, I was coming over from the Talking Dead, where Dan would always say, come to save it for the show. So one day I decided to listen to it. I mean, what else do I got to do, right? I'm only sitting at work all day. Might as well listen to some other fucking podcast. Thanks. So <laughs> thankfully I did that because ever since then it's been must-listen radio for me. Uh, don't know how many times I've been standing at my workstation or cook, standing here cooking dinner and just laughing my ass off listening to what you guys are talking about. You know, it's kind of like me and my buddy just sitting at the bar, having a few drinks, catching up on things and laughing at some of the drunks that are stumbling around trying to pick up girls and shit, right? Like it's that type of show. You say it's a relatable show it is very relatable to a lot of people. You know, guys that maybe don't have that sort 
sort of a conversation with their wives, but they can go out and talk with everyone else about something else. So again, I want to congratulate you guys. Um, I hope you guys have uh, good luck in everything that you do going forward. If there's another podcast, please let us know. You know, maybe you can uh, finally get that uh, Pornhub podcast that you guys have been working towards all these years. You know, I, I might listen to that. You never know. Anyways, uh, again, thanks, guys. Love the show. And uh, we'll chat soon. Bye. Oh, I was hoping he was going to say pussy. <laughs> I wanted to hear a Canadian guy say pussy. That's got to be like the worst word he probably could have said. Is Yeah. He's like, I'll say cunt. <laughs> but I'm not saying pussy on your show, Dan. Uh, okay, so first of all, thank you, Sean. And he's right. The fantasy football, a lot of people have expressed interest to play it again mm-hmm. next year. And it's through Yahoo. So you know what? In, I don't know, when is it? August or September, whenever that rolls around, we'll try again. Yeah. If people want to play, because I've loved being in those fantasy leagues too. Yeah. So we'll, we'll give it a go. Sounds I'm good. not going to cover your twenty this time, though, Eddie. <laughs> okay. I used the Patreon money. You're paying your own this time. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna start my own Patreon, guys. <laughs> right. If you can fund my fantasy football for feed. anything, it's just twenty bucks. It's just twenty bucks, guys. Okay, fine. Uh, let's do that. <laughs> and thank you. We got a lot of Canadian listeners. Yeah, that's when I, when I when Sean sent this in. I said I got to play this because a lot of Canadian folks. Yeah, Can- Canada, Denmark, Eddie. All We're international. Over, I know, man. It's crazy. Do you think if we showed up at any of these people's houses and tried to stay for a weekend, they'd let us in? I think at least one person would let us in. Yeah, I would like to think so. They'd be like, but you have to fuck my couch. Fine. I'm like, all right, yeah. You let's double team this bad I'll boy. put a deposit in there uh, for you. All right, let's do some more questions. Uh, the show's going on. It's going to be a longer show than usual, yeah. right? Everyone's going to be happy with that. Hey, Dan, sorry, you're going to have to listen to the show more than once, maybe in a day. Oh, shit. You know, my whole thing about the show is drive to work, drive <laughs> home. Now you're going to have to listen to it again on the drive to work, all right? Uh, hey, Dan and Eddie, not really a question, but I just wanted to say I enjoyed the podcast as well as the many laughs you've given me while listening. I admit I've been busy and had forgotten about the show, among other things, until I saw the tweet about it ending. Life gets in the way and our priorities change, as I'm sure is the case for you both. Thanks again for all the stories, laughs, advice, and for letting us listeners have a peek into your lives. You made an hour of my day somewhat bearable. Good luck on your future ventures, and I hope to see you around online. Rachel. And so, yeah, this is, I liked Rachel's question because I feel like over the years, a lot of people have come and gone. Yeah. So if you haven't listened to the show in a while and you happen to be listening now because it's the last one, what's up? (laughs) Where the fuck you been, man? You got like 30 episodes you can listen to and they're still good. I know, right? You dick. Uh, Get your life together. Come on, get your life together. Make your wife listen to it in the car. (laughs) Enough. All right, here we go. Hello to you both. I just wanted to send a quick email to say thank you for doing the podcast. I can't begin to explain how much listening to you both has meant to me when I've been on the road, snowed under with work, or struggling with anxiety. I wish you and your wonderful families all the best. Michael. Okay, this was the one that I wanted to read because about uh, anxiety. So yes, mm-hmm. a lot of people wrote in about how much the show helped them through something like that. Mm-hmm. That is That just tickles me yeah, pink. Totally. So thank you for that. Oh, here's one. Hi, Dan and Eddie. It's your sister, Andrea. I'm really going to miss listening to you guys every one to two weeks. It really brought me so much joy, even when I was screaming at my phone the correct answer to a question you guys were asking each other. Or if you got some celebrity's name wrong. Lucky me, I still get to know you guys in real life. Love you both, Andrea. Oh, 
And she's right, she does. She's the best. Uh, by the way, remember on last week's show, I joked about the book that our lovely mother-in-law gave us? Yes. And how she really couldn't admit if she listened to the show? Mm-hmm. She texted me. <laughs> she texted me, I, I love you, and I listened to the show. So, you know, shout out to her, too. Nice. Uh, a couple more questions here. Hi, I recently started listening to the podcast while I work out, and I just listened to an episode of Save for the Show, and I had to drop you a note right away. It was episode 307, and I could really relate to the story. Not the one about the maid walking in while you were wiping your ass, though that was hilarious, but the one about the intermission and the shy bladder. I have a shy bladder. I've had a shy bladder most of my life, and since and even some serious... No, here we go. Hold on. Sorry. I have had a shy bladder most of my life since some pretty serious bullying in a school bathroom when I was five. And the easy way in which you talked about your experience with honesty, humor, and without shame or embarrassment was inspiring. I've mostly overcome my shy bladder, but I know other guys who are still really struggling. And I'm going to recommend they listen to this episode as well because I think it will help them feel better about themselves. Many thanks. I'm a new fan and I'm looking forward to more episodes. Dave. Eddie. The Shy Bladder Podcast. <laughs> this is our angle. I think I think you might be right, man. You know what's really funny is we've talked about so much random shit mm-hmm. that people will find the show through weird things like this, and it catches them off guard. Yeah. And they're like, what? A maid saw him wiping his ass? I thought this was about shy bladders. <laughs> the other day, somebody sent me an email saying they were looking for podcasts about John Mayer. And they found our show because I titled an episode a year ago or something when we went and saw John Mayer, uh, the king. And yeah. And then he's like, now I love it. Wow. So yeah. You know what? Thanks, thanks John. Thanks, John. (laughs) I feel like he would just love the show. Dude, we could probably get him on. (sighs) You know what? He's got his own, what is it? Current mood. Yeah. Whatever. Um, All right. Let's just, we got two more. Let's do a voicemail. Okay. Break it up. And then we'll do the rest of our questions and, and go from there. Dan and Eddie, so you're hanging up the microphones, eh? Well, uh, rather than go on about how much I've enjoyed the show over the years, because you know I have, thought I would tell you another quick little ludicrous story from my life. Uh, so I was staying at this hotel in Malta a while back, and uh, the place has like a rooftop terrace that my friends and I were drinking on. He'd gone down to the room and he came back up and he said to me, just so you know, I would avoid taking the elevator because somebody's had an explosive attack of diarrhea in there. And I was oh. like, okay, that's something that's good to know, thanks. And from what he described, it was basically as if somebody had filled a balloon with just liquid shit and then popped it in there. Like it, it, was, it was basically like a lining of paint over all the walls, you know, just really disgusting. So uh, I went down to the room myself a little bit later and obviously I took the stairs. And then as I was passing the, uh, the waiting point for the lift, I noticed there was a couple standing there who just called for it. So I thought, I'll just see if this is true. I'll just hang around and pretend to tie my shoelaces, you know, see what their reaction is. And uh, so the the lift arrived. They stepped in. I heard the woman go, oh, my God. And then the doors shut and sealed (laughs) them inside this metallic, shitty coffin. Um, So, yeah. (laughs) See, the worst thing is nobody wanted to go and tell the hotel that there was diarrhea in the lift because then you look like you were the one who did it, you know. So it just kind of like stayed there for days. Uh, Yeah, people are awful. So um, thanks for all the years of shows, guys. And I'm sure we'll hear from at least one of you again in some form. Pussy got wet.
and pussy will stay forever wet. Amen. It's got weirdly religious at the end. <laughs> oh, English Paul. He should do a podcast. Oh my God, I would listen to it. I mean, I'm sure there are other English people doing podcasts. We could just listen to those. Yeah. No. No, not... No, if it's not English, Paul, no, you shut your fucking mouth. They're not talking about diarrhea in a lift, <laughs> some poo in the loo, you know. So witches kiss, all those things, yeah, and the amazing, beautiful cartoons which oh I've printed God. out. You know, when you send an email, a lot of times at the bottom it'll say like, "Hey, respect the earth. Think about it before you print this email out." Yeah. You know how many pages a six-minute <laughs> cartoon are? And what I printed it all and I'm thumbing through it yeah. all the time, like <laughs> a lot of times my kids say, Daddy, Daddy, can we watch Netflix? I say, No, you're gonna watch English Paul's cartoon. And I stand in front of him and I And you gotta do the audio yourself. <laughs> I gotta redo it. I'm like, let me tell you about the crazy lady in my neighborhood. Uh that's a great thing. Yeah. So yeah, thanks for that, man. Uh, and thank you for listening. And he's right about you know, I've never had explosive diarrhea like that. Like no, that, not bad. like that. No, you know, one time. I mean, I I've been in the toilet a couple times where it's just like, yeah. You know, I tell my kids that's called a boof, where you <laughs> fart and poop at the same time. Okay. And and sometimes it, it'll splatter. Like I think it hits the water mm-hmm. and maybe comes up on like the undercarriage of the toilet. Mm-hmm. That's the worst. Like if you have food poisoning or you have the flu and you have like an awful shit like that. Yeah. Then you wake up in the morning, you look at the toilet, and you're like, ugh. Now it's dried. Yeah. Now I got to scrub. And it might be in a place where you don't want to use the uh, toilet wand, mm-hmm. like the brush. So you got to take like a, an anti-back wipe or something. Or you have to spritz it with some cleaner. And you say to yourself, I need to let this dried ass shit loosen up before yeah. I wipe it. That's a dad, Dan job in my house. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm the only one that cleans toilets in my house. Yeah, me too. So my wife would be like, I will install a new toilet. <laughs> I will replumb the toilet. See, my wife will give it a rub down, like a quick wipe down, but like yeah. it's it's not to my my specifications as far no. as cleaning goes. No, and I still argue with my wife about putting the toilet seat down. Like it's the King of Queens sitcom <laughs> over here. My back is getting tight. Uh, my loads are getting heavy. What's the, the theme song of that? My back is getting tight. I t- like I, I honestly didn't know those were the lyrics, and, but when you said it, I was like, "Oh, that's the exact fucking right. song." Because like, he's like a UPS guy, yeah, and he's carrying loads all day. Yeah. Uh, you know, my, yeah. Like I, have you ever had to replumb a toilet? Yes. With the 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 ring, the wax ring, the wax ring on the yeah. bottom. Man, it's so gross. Yeah. And once you like, once that shit pipe is off, and it's just a tube, like yeah. an active tube to the sewer. You just take it's a so shit in. Stinky. <laughs> yeah. Like, you don't realize how the toilet and the S drain in the back, mm-hmm. like, that water there is what's blocking this disgusting sewer gas from coming in your yeah. house. What an invention. <laughs> what a beautiful invention. Anyways, all right. My wife would rather do that mm-hmm. than, than scrub a goddamn toilet. Thank you, English Paul. You know, while we're talking about characters of the show, mm-hmm. our favorite characters, let's do one more voicemail from Paul from Roanoke. Oh, okay. And uh, then we'll get back to questions. Hey, this is Paul from Roanoke, and I'm sorry to see you go because you are my favorite podcast, and that makes no fucking sense that out of the million-something podcasts that you're my favorite podcast, the only one I have consistently liked. I mean, I'm comparing you against 
every other shit show that I listen to and listen to a bunch. So you just better. I don't know why. And I don't know why it's never sunk in with the everybody else. The why you only had, you know, like a thousand people a week. But I'm one of those fucking thousand people. I'm at least one of them. And I'm sorry to see you go. And I'm sorry that you're not going to be around. But at least I hope that you guys are going to leave the archive up for a bit. So we can all we'll go back through. And if you're going to rip that shit down, please put it out there so that you're going to know that it's coming down so we can make sure to download it. I need some Dan and Eddie in my life for years to come here. And you're taking that away. It's so hard to say goodbye. I don't know the words, but I will try. West Virginia, <laughs> Mountain Mama, take me home, you fucking turds. Wow. That was a, like a <laughs> mashup there. I appreciate the energy. Oh, he's riding on a motorcycle <laughs> no, right. or something. Uh, oh, man. Well, you know what? Maybe this is his favorite podcast because we're the only one that plays clips from him. <laughs> I'm sorry, Joe Rogan doesn't play your voicemails or, you know, whatever you listen to, uh, Mr. Paul. Uh, no, Paul has been so great. Yeah. You know, I think he's been sending us in clips and voicemails and questions and... And t-shirts. T-shirts. Yeah. You know, I wear my Roanoke Deschutes Brewery. All the time. All the time. And people are always like, yo, man, that shirt is tight. Are you from Roanoke? And I say, no, (laughs) I'm not. Uh, But anyways, thank you, Paul. Thank you so much. Really, really, really thank you. Um, And anyone that just... I think he sent me a note... um, we can stay friends. Listen, the show is ending. Mm-hmm. I'm very active on Twitter. I am very active on Instagram. So I will be around. Yeah. You know, I'm not dying. I'm on, I'm on Instagram. I'm kind of sort on Twitter. Of. Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if you mention me on Twitter, I'll, I'll probably check it out and then I'll pop up. comment or something. There you go. Yeah. So look, we're around and you, you can continue a relationship with us. I'm not as funny on Twitter as I am on the podcast so and on instagram it's cookies so <laughs> don't get that twisted and i don't want you to get disappointed uh i'm not funny okay a couple more questions uh dan eddie it's been a ride i'm really sad to see it go i found the show randomly on reddit a couple years ago and i haven't missed an episode yet sometimes it takes me a week or two to get them unfortunately though hold on pause a second you know what makes me laugh people send me these questions like the question before from rachel how she gave us that long explanation mm-hmm. about like i used to listen to the show <laughs> but now i don't but i'm thinking about getting back into it it's like honey <laughs> come on man and same with you tech nerd this is from tech nerd chase <laughs> like you know come on get to the point uh but that, sometimes something something about just hearing two dudes being dudes and giving me a little insight into adulthood was really comforting and entertaining for me the sift show will live on in all of our hearts and the impact you've made on people will live on thank you again tech nerd chase nice. now yeah and besides being just a great contributor and friend of the show it always made me funny uh maybe i always found it funny mm-hmm. that it's a young guy yeah he listened to us when he was in high school yeah it's so crazy dads grads <laughs> ladies canadians danish people all of you them. know it's crazy that they're named after a, a, a dessert food like i feel like that's super rude though that like you're named after a beautiful 
thing with fruits <laughs> uh, or whatever. <laughs> okay. Uh, so yeah, thank you, Techner Chase, for the sweet question and for listening. And uh, yeah, two dudes being dudes. Yeah, man. And good luck with your future, bro. Or seriously, yeah. And uh, your wife won't hate the show when you get married. Yeah. I hope you pull us out. Or husband. Whatever. Or husband. I don't yeah. know. You're right. Uh, pull us out. Be like, hey, I want to introduce you to, to two guys <laughs> that in my formative years of college really shaped me. It's Dan and Eddie. Okay. Uh, last question. Hey, what's up? I heard the news about the show ending. It aches my heart like I just lost a friend. You know the feeling when as a kid you get to play with the other kids in a play place? You're having a fun time. And then your parents tell you it's time to go. It's the same feeling. Well, I think you guys deserve a break. It's been years of doing these. Good luck to your future endeavors. Anyway, are you going to delete all the show's episodes from the internet? Please don't. Sop guy. Sop guy. <laughs> okay. Uh, one, of our, 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 one of our many Pinoy, can I, can Pinoy, I say yeah. Pinoy listeners. Uh, Eddie actually is going to start a, a Pinoy, uh, the Pinoy cast. <laughs> I think you should do it. Okay. Can I be on it? <laughs> yes. You're the host. Yes. You, can you totally lead the whole it. thing. Okay. And we're role reversal. But we're only going to talk about Filipino people. <sighs> what am I going to say? <laughs> <laughs> I love them. <laughs> Please. Your, your sister's beautiful. <laughs> That's my only contribution. Okay. Thank you, soft guy. In the Philippines, well, the last thing is, you know, a lot of our, our listeners from over there. Yes. Um, really appreciate that. Okay. I think we've got one more voicemail, uh, maybe one or two. I'm playing them all. Let's do it, man. Fuck it. You know what? Leave it all in the field, Eddie. <laughs> this is it. Run the clock out. Stop the clock. Run the clock out. I don't care. Okay. We, what are you going to do? If you're annoyed at this last show, are you going to stop listening? Are you going to send me a mean email that we should stop doing the show? <laughs> Fuck you. Too late. All right. Too late. All right. Fine. Here we go. Hi, Dan and Eddie. Save it for the show. It's Carla. It's really happy with the episode at Christmas. Um, and sad because now it's over. I, I just want you to know that I'll probably listen to old episodes and laugh and I'll never forget uh, that it was at a time in my life, like I said, when my kid was um, just being born and really helped to hear uh, that kind of insider, shameless perspective. I still think what you're doing is brave. And because it's so honest, a lot of us don't want to speak those words. We do it, but we hide them. And also, honestly, as a Canadian, kind of nice to get the feeling that there's some normal Americans out there uh, <laughs> and super relatable. All the best, guys. Hope you come up with something new and I'll be waiting. Thanks so much for all the years. And uh, I'll still want to hear about the gross things you did. So find a way to tell us. Okay. Bye. She sounded so sad. I know, man. <laughs> wow. Oh, in the beginning of that, I, I thought she was going to start to cry. I, I thought so too. Oh, thanks Carla. Wow. And, uh, yeah, I, I really appreciate it. Um, a lot of women listen to the show too. Yeah. And crazy. that's always been, I think I've gotten so many emails over the years from women saying 
that they liked the honesty. They liked hearing two guys who are more like men in their life that aren't mm-hmm. characters or weirdos, um, but genuine. Yeah. And relatable. Of course. Right. All right, Eddie, look, man. That's it. Crazy, man. That's all I got. The show's over. Those are all the questions. Um, I'm looking at our thing here. Nothing else to talk about. I just want to say thank you for bringing me on this journey with you. It's my uh, pleasure. I think thank it you. was a great way to really get to know each other. Yes. Um, we'll always have that. We will we'll always have that. We'll always have that. I can't quit you. No, we're not. And I think we owe it to each other to still hang out. Yes. Just you and I. We need to make that a thing. Seriously. Yeah. And not like when you see someone, you're like, oh, yeah, we need to get lunch. No. Let's get drinks. No. I mean, our daughters are obviously cousins, that's but also true. best friends. Our wives see <laughs> our each wives other every sisters, day. So. I know, but that's yeah. different. I was telling Kristen because I saw something for like a trivia night and I was like, oh, mm-hmm. that can be Dan and I's new thing. We'll just go trivia totally. night, grab a beer. Yeah, we're so smart. I know. I know so Kick much trivia. Ass, All right. We owe it to ourselves there and then go. we'll record it or yeah. not. <laughs> uh, but I agree too, like all thanks to you for doing the show and, and spending so much time doing this. I know I started this endeavor not knowing why or what mm-hmm. and podcasting was kind of a thing, but not. And I thought I'd interview people. And then when you came on, it just clicked. It did. And it was right. And I wouldn't let you stop. <laughs> you would say, please, God, please, I can't come to the show. And I'd say, fuck you. We owe it to our, our listeners. Yeah, you threatened deportation a few times. I'm I did. Like, Dude, I was born here, man. It doesn't matter. You know, they'll still throw your ass out. You could be like a Vietnam vet. People, I just saw a story the other day about that. Some guy had like three tours of duty, some Mexican dude, and they still try to deport him no way. seriously so yeah Jeez. watch your ass eddie um uh, but now you're free <laughs> now your curse is lifted yes you're a beautiful princess my indentured servant contract it's over it's over okay it's over fine you can go free um and i love you for it and all the time we spent together and you're right so again uh the show's website will stay up mm-hmm. if you want to stay involved with me on Twitter at Dan the Beast. I'll still be around, or at Sift Show on Twitter as well. And the email will still be up. And I really do think, as a lark, maybe in a few months, mm-hmm. we'll throw something up. I'm Who down, knows? Yeah. We'll see. You know, I'll still I'll still write down all the funny shit that happens. And maybe once in a year, <laughs> I'll be like, Oh yeah, oh yeah, I went to Monster Jam, <laughs> and someone had diarrhea. That's what we should do is just do one show a year, but it'll be like an eight hour long show. Oh, yeah. Just one day. We'll live we'll go, stream we'll it. We'll go get a cabin somewhere. Ooh, I like that. Just, just do the show. Yeah, like a mancation. Exactly. And that's what we'll call the podcast, <laughs> mancation. And it'll once a year. Yeah. Just drop. All right, we're not doing that. Um, but maybe we'll do something. So anyways, thank you from the bottom of our heart. Um, and also sincerely thank you to Amanda Hug and Kiss. His mystery will go fade away with the show. That's going to haunt me the rest of my life. He hasn't even written me an email to say that he acknowledged the show ending. I haven't heard from him like two months. I Man. hope he's okay. <laughs> you know, I'm also worried about Chrissy from South Lake. <laughs> Remember that person that tried to catfish me? Yes. I was ready to get on a plane and try to bang her. <laughs> and she disappeared. Oh, Chrissy. I never found out who was behind that account. <laughs> And is there any other mysteries on the show? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so either. All right. Well, it's done. So for the last from Amanda Hug and Kiss, I pulled 
an old song from episode 87, and he titled it Three Women, and the song is Pumped by Rocco W. All right. And that's it, Eddie. There it is. And that's it. All right, my friend. Uh, thanks for everything. Thank everyone for listening. Yeah, thank you guys. Yeah, it's been real. Uh, otherwise, this has been episode 311 of Save for the Show with Dan Eddie. Thank you so much for listening. And that's it. (laughs) We'll see you around. Love you guys. Yeah, it was amazing. Nothing like make you feel good that day. A good compliment from a lady. Yeah, I told Kristen, I like the first sex I sent her was like, someone hit on me. Yeah. Wants me to eat that pussy. And I almost did (laughs) in the back of her uh, cutlass and church's chicken. Damn. Yeah. The homeless guy would probably been like, I'm so hungry, I'll eat that pussy. <laughs> Why are we talking about pussy so much on this show? Jeez. Yeah. Could you imagine a homeless guy going down <laughs> on a hot co-ed? That's, that's probably a video out it there. It probably it's is. probably a video. Like, I, I could see it now. Like, these, these hot chicks are, it's like a bang bus thing. <laughs> They're hot. They pull over some crusty guy. Except he pulls his pants down. Huge dick. Huge, and then, huge like, like... <laughs> Just huge, <laughs> just all all trimmed, yeah. <laughs> just you waxed perfect his hygiene. Yeah, all of a sudden he's perfectly clean from the waist down, and then he lasts for twenty minutes, <laughs> and he knows all these tricks. It's like, well, that homeless man can fuck. I like how they still sort of like think they 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 almost put on this air that it's real, like these sort of yeah. things, or like where they go to colleges and and fuck college students, like. <laughs> That's like college guys are sitting around thinking that could be us, dudes. Yeah, we see some uh, Bang Bros girls walking down the hall. <laughs> they could fuck us. I, I would think I would die <laughs> if like three porno stars just walked in right now and wanted to fuck us. Let's just let's just say we're not even married. Okay. Let's just say we're just two young studs. I I would bust even before anything happened. I, they would touch me <laughs> and I would, and that's not to say that I'm like, you know, an awful lover, but just that, that would be, it would be like if three aliens walked in or three monsters, if three zombies walked in, I would deal with them better than three beautiful women that wanted to yeah. fuck me. Yeah. And I have, I have no idea what to talk to these ladies about. No. Um, like, is oh, there a conversation? What up girl? Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Just kidding. And that's it. And I would come. <laughs> And and the thing too that I think guys like us, you know what? Pornography is a war. And it's it's corrupted our minds. It's come full circle, Dan. Yeah, it really has. And I mean, think about it. Like pornography has ruined the notion of three beautiful women coming in here. Yeah. Like before pornography, I probably could have handled that situation. You think so? I would have been a gentleman and then had sex with them. And lasted for 10 minutes, and that had been the end of Before it. Before pornography, you never would have even thought that you could have sex with it. I'm just saying, now because of <laughs> porno, I feel like I have to do all sorts of tricks. <laughs> I have to pleasure all three of them. Well, it depends on how you're with. trying to... Like, are you trying to go porn-style, like, pleasure? Or are you trying to go, like, like love-making pleasure? Because if you reach they these ladies on an intimate level... <laughs> they could become my new girls. <laughs> they could become... That's what I would yeah, go It's for. a slow burn, like we were talking about. I'd be about. like, yo, 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 first, first, first. Can we go get something to eat and get to know each other? Yeah. A little conversation. Get drunk. Definitely got to get drunk. Yes. Definitely. And then we'll see where it goes. <laughs>
suck as bad. <laughs> you suck bad. Or, I wish my friends would watch me jerk off. <laughs> well, let me get jerked off by a stranger. If you have friends that masturbate, you should talk to them about it. Can't stop thinking. 